it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. And sponsored by SmashingPennies.net. Get 10% off your order with code Network. They are perfect to put in the geocache. Thanks to Derek of Baker Six Clan for the graphics. And our new feature, we're calling Patron Spotlight. First, our new patrons, Four Cycle and Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Okay, I'll stop singing. This week's spotlight is on Australia. Hello, Australia. And our patrons from Down Under are Kitty Catch, Scott, and Brett. And there you go. There's our new patron spotlight, Australia. And the guys for tonight, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Oh, Gary. Memphis Mafia, of course, as usual, and Pizza Ninja. Mm part of the time <laughs> part of the time <laughs> every now and then well uh, you, you know when you guys start talking about this show topic i'm like man i gotta be on this one you you're know? in that's right yeah yeah you're 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 like the third member of the booth we're good with that um let we've got a lot going on so let's just dive right in and let's do some first some regular news i guess it's regular news well we'll call it regular news cash fest oklahoma quick note on cash fest oklahoma there is a friends of cash fest option this year We've talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the trick with that is there's only 75 of the friends of packages. All the other packages, of course, are still open, um, at least for now, until, as you guys know, there'll be a deadline for that as well. There's a moving deadline, I guess you could call it, because once 75 are gone, it's gone. We're going to pull it off right. the website. Nobody can buy anymore. That's going to be it. So we're starting to get to that point. Um, so you might want to consider, you want to consider it 
and you also might want to go ahead and buy it because um, they're very limited. They're going fast. Um, this was, if anybody's familiar with the turtles that they did um, at uh, CoinFest, and that was a huge hit um, where you design, everybody designs their own color scheme for their turtles. And then it kind of took off and people are like, Oh, um, I'm going to buy some extra, you know, John, for example, could do red and white. Why he would do red and white. I have no earthly idea, but he could do a red and white. That that could remind me of a very good football team that I know. know. I'm just kidding. But but he could do that. And he could have like somebody do uh, a red and gold that he would want why he would want that i have no maybe, earthly idea maybe not let's just say for the sake of argument oh, that he okay, does okay. want to have let's say it's blue right. and gold so it's not it's not 49er colors oh we'll make, oh gary, gary we don't say those bad words right 49ers sorry oh, whoa, somebody's got to celebrate second place <laughs> uh so they're uh another a different color that he likes uh and he goes ooh I like that turtle. You can tell you what, I've got a red and white turtle and you got a blue and purple turtle. We can trade them. So there'll be a time that you can trade. Um, yeah. Pathfinder three, three red and white, like the 49ers. There you go. Ooh. Oh, they're going, they're going quick. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like the, <laughs> they are um, red, white, the red, white gold, but you get the idea anyway. Yeah. Well, my um, money's on a, a team with red uniforms winning the big game. I'm, I'm, I'm just going out on a limb and saying that you are know. going out. It's possible. Um, yeah. Way on a limb. Yeah. So there you go. So we, we've, we think that the, the idea uh, has been a winner. It's been a proven winner in the past with the, with the turtles. Um, that was a huge thing. So we suggest that you also get a coin for this year that you can make uh, your own color scheme for. And then you can do some trading. So there you go. I heard something uh, about for friends of two that mm-hmm. don't you get your name on the official cash fest shirt that everyone gets with yes. the package? You get your name cool. that everybody, everybody will get, uh, everybody that buys a shirt will get. Yes. Um, yeah. There's some other, there's other, there's, I just highlighted that part, but there's some other things that are uh, part of that that are, nice to have for that as well there's a lot of good um perks for being part of that and then all the other packages are out there and so we suggest that you go take a look and that you definitely come to cash oklahoma it's going to be wild we're going to have a great time we've got um the interactive adventure lab has really taken off <laughs> oh my god yes um, yeah so I won't just show it. Show it. No, maybe I won't show it. Nah, I think it's too early for that. Yeah. Too early. I won't show it. You can't show uh, props this early. Yeah. Yeah. Too early. Still, still months away. Still, still months away, but we have some of the props are starting to be made and that'll be uh, fun, fun times. So, all right. On to the next item. Uh, it's time to start planning for your, for the 2024 Operation Worldwide Cash Hide project. This year's theme is superheroes. If you're not familiar with how the project works, each year geocache hiders from all over the world, and you need to be a hider at some point, 
I mean, that's yeah. for another show, I guess. <laughs> um, come together for a mass publishing of themed geocaches. This year's theme is superheroes. And the publishing date is going to be Sunday, April 28th, which is apparently National Superhero Day. <laughs> so there you go. What a, of course it is. Yeah. Great, 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 great coincidence there. For yeah. complete details about the project, go to geocachingcentral.com and click on the Operation Worldwide Cache Hide icon. So there you go for that. All right. Uh, last item. Uh, I'm going to mention tonight, and this kind of ties into, we're going to segue into the, to the show at this point, into the topic of events. This, I think, will be a great item to have with you as you go to events, and that is um, the Cash Masters game. So, Cash Masters card game. There's one of the cards. Um, that's a good looking card. It's got the. That's just the rules for the cash. In case you want to look up the rules, um, so the the, the the Cash Masters game finally came in, so I'm very excited about it. Um, the uh, I love the um, the motto I have for the game, which is this card game will destroy your geocaching friendships, but in a good way. <laughs> So uh, you can purchase the game at slinkgames.etsy.com. Um, it's been, we've had some play testing of it with my group at an event and it was a lot of fun. Um, there was some, some definite, it's, it's kind of a party game. So it's supposed to be, you know, kind of that idea. Um, and we're going to give away one of them tonight one of the one of the decks so if you'd like to win the deck before you buy it uh put in um hashtag cash masters into the chat room and we'll give away a deck at the end of the show but uh it's fun we've had a good time we've um the play testing i think was great to do it kind of helped i think uh solidify the rules i don't know if any of y'all have ever made um made a card game before, but it takes uh, a little extra time that you can think of to make sure that mm -hmm. game play correctly. And so um, I've, I've play tested with two players. And I've play tested with four players. Um, I think you could play up to like eight people. Maybe um, I haven't play tested that far, but um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ruin your friendships, like putting pineapple oh, on a pizza. Man. Charles, <laughs> that is how you find out your true friends. You order pineapple pizza, and if it's meant to be your friends for life after that. Yeah. Do you yeah, really want I, that friend? Do you really? Oh, want man. Jesse, you do. You do. You're bonding over bad pizza. I mean, that's, I don't oh, know. Oh, man. Jesse, come on. I mean, like, you know. Like pineapple on pizza is just like you know. Don't get me wrong. It's like if you, you went like to you're a whiskey from New York thing, or it's not you tried like two hundred different types of whiskey. You know, I mean, pineapple is a different. That's something good to bond over. <laughs> oh man, whiskey is something good to bond over. Oh man, okay, Jesse, you and me next time there's a whiskey thing like that, 
we're getting like a whole stack of pineapple pizzas going in there. And, oh, uh, you almost had me until you got oh. a stack of pineapple pizzas. It's better than no pizza. I like the strict too. Is it? Uh, is it is better it? than no pizza? Uh, all right. So let me finish up, um, and then I'll we'll move on to other things. So, um, so the um, the the final item is you're completing containers and making caches out of them. The problem is, as you're going along and trying to complete these little guys, is that there's some gotcha cards. Again, that's part of the party game aspect of it. And one of them is the the good old, the the big old bear. The bear comes along and says, I'm going to take a card from another player. So it's got these kind of um, fun little doodads. So. That's where the, the that's where the cussing comes in and the uh the uh the ensuing um fun of Any having a new so. fun little game you can add to the hobby that's already as nerdy as we can make it. Yeah. I welcome, well, right? Anything yeah. that we can add to it is fun, right? So the geocache yeah. universe. All right. So again, that and that those are good to take with you for an event. And we're gonna talk about events tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna kind of just of ge- geocaching card games. That could be an event. You could. Yeah. Oh, last thing too. Too, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, one of the one of the events what we talked about earlier was the mega event, and I think what I'm gonna try to do is get groups together and we'll play some cash masters together and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, um, cool. we're gonna kind of break down uh, some of the items about events. So I guess we want to go around and talk about first our the favorite aspects of events to each of us. What are what are some of your favorite aspects, uh, John? And then we'll go Jesse, and then I'll go. Oh man! I, now I got to tell you, I I was caching for a few years actually before I even went to my first event. So, mm-hmm. you right. know, at that point it was interesting because it was kind of like you're hiding caches. You're well, actually at that time I was just finding caches. I didn't right. even hide a cache, you know, and mm-hmm. um trying to kind of like learn the rules of the game and how to interact with people. But, um, you know, when I went to my first event, man, absolutely loved it. It was, uh, at a pizza buffet, you know, so that didn't, what hurt. a surprise, you know? Yeah. It didn't hurt whatsoever. Had the Mac and cheese pizza, very tasty on that side. Uh, but to me, you know, my favorite part of events was getting to know people, asking a lot of different questions you know about the game how people played it you know especially on the hiding instance on that side sure um but i mean for this being a community-based game you know events are just a wonderful opportunity to engage i know i went to another event on saturday and um man i just had a blast it was like a mardi gras party um you know and it wasn't like a big event but i mean it was one of those cool events where you're sitting around the table you're talking geocaching getting to know people, getting to know what they're into, you know, throwing out different cash ideas on that side. Yeah. I it, For me, and I'm a social cashier, I, I love when you walk away from something like that. Yeah, mac and cheese pizza. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you got to try it. But, you know, for me, when I leave yeah. events like that, I just like my geocaching batteries are just like so charged and ready oh, to go. Yeah. And I just leave so excited, you know. Well, and uh, Jesse, I'm gonna let you go next, but I wanted to mention that um, we want to mention that uh, Paul is in the uh, the chat room. I don't think you're the only viewer from Germany, but um, we do appreciate uh, all of our nice. German 
listeners and viewers. We have a lot of listeners, but um, it's nice to have uh, some viewers as well. It's got to be early. <laughs> Let's see, six hours, I think. So it's probably, is it, Paul, what time is it? Is it like one sixteen there right now? Or no, it's going to be more than that. Six, it'd be, thir- no, yeah, something like that. Let us know what time it is there and what maybe what province you're in. Province? State. They call them states in Germany. So, But thanks for being with us tonight. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate all our viewers and listeners. So, Jesse, what are some of your favorite 2 a.m.? Uh, so, 2.18. Wow. There. Yeah, 2.18. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, kind of like John said, that when, if, when I first started – and there's two parts of it to me, both uh, attending and, uh, you know, uh, hosting events. But yeah, yeah. Um, when I first started, what probably kept me in the game was yeah. events. So I started, didn't know a lot of people in the area. Then we started going to events and we kind of got adopted by the Colorado geocachers. And that right. was all of our friends out in the area. So we attended events all the time. We loved it. We got into hosting them. Uh, a third of the caches I've hidden have been events. Um, oh, that's awesome. And uh we we realized, and I was when we were prepping for the show. I talked mm-hmm. to Christy about it because I always talk to her because we cash together all the time. So yeah, I always talk to her about our show topics, and she brought up a good point. Like since we moved to Colorado from Colorado to here, we've kind of fallen not fallen out of geocaching, but we haven't been as excited about it. And I think a lot of that has been because even though we've done a lot of stuff, we got all the counties here, we're still caching, but yeah, it hasn't been the same. And a lot of that is because there's not the regular events here, at least in our county, there are in some nearby counties. Right. So we don't, we haven't gotten attached to the people. That's how we knew the whole community was events. Sure. Um, you know, there was creative events in Colorado, you know, all events for everybody up there, but it was a solid attending all the time. And you see the people, you, you get to know the people and we haven't done that here. So I feel like events are the reason why we haven't connected to our, our new community in Florida. Gotcha. Gotcha. And the importance of events, I don't think can be, over, I know not everybody likes events. You know, everybody has their own things. People mm-hmm. like to do it by themselves and stuff. But for us, the community that you get through events is is what keeps us in the game. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to figure out how we fit in. That's how important it is to us. We're trying to figure out how we fit in in our new area. Um, <laughs> <Tom's>, but, uh, <laughs> Tom wants to say you know, there are some events. In, I'm not saying there's not events in Florida. There's not That's regular true. events in my county. I'm always yep. having to travel at least an hour or more to an event, which we'll do. Yep. But you can't do that as frequently during the week. And oddly in Florida, they host events during the daytime during the week. I think that's because there's so many retired people here. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. Now, during the summer, that's great. But that's not what it is during, during the year. Yeah. So, You'll need some um, evening ones. or Snowbirds are in and out of, you know, throughout the year or whatever. But um, yeah. I think. So for, so for me, it's community and attachment to the game comes from events. I think that's why it's such an important part of the game for us. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention things for a few things, and I'll kind of mention one of my, my things too. But uh, Brad mentioned that there's an event, uh, GCAH18Y, their 24-hour Leap Day event in West Two hours Orlando. away, though. That's the problem. Everything is yeah, like two, two hours, hours from him. I know. Which I'm still going to go to some of those, but on down it, it's hard hard. to get to them during a the week. Yeah, if you're in the area, um, definitely try to make that. Um, let's see, what did I miss up ahead? Yeah. I'm to see. Can I hear you, Jesse? Because I know, like, for me, 
most of my events like i'm driving up to buffalo we're going to erie pennsylvania the event this weekend was in the county where i live and oh my god it felt so good to have a you know event in my own county you know yeah. really did. Yeah, and again the people i've met through events here they've been great people i just yeah. can't go regularly enough like i was very spoiled with events and we'll, we'll talk about the frequency of events later but i was yeah. very spoiled before and it's just harder for me to do i still want to do it and i'm still going to go do it but it's just it's not as easy as just going five minutes down the road for me. Yep. Yeah. And some of Jen mentioned was the chatting at events are the best conversations. They Absolutely. are mm -hmm. um, there. And I'm, I think for, I'm going to sort of, I want to break out events from megas. Uh, for yeah, a we're moment. talking about regular events tonight, right? Not megas. We're talking pretty much regular events. There are some things about megas that I think apply um, one of them, uh, one of the things I want to mention about megas though, is that, um, when you, and this really applies to events as well. When you host an event, um, you don't have to be kind of like the, th the three of us. You don't have to be, you know, the party animal, the, the, the social butterfly. You don't, if you, I, I want, I want to get away from this idea that, Oh, I can't, I can't host an event. I'm not a upfront, you know, gregarious person like you guys. Right. And so I can't host an event. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, there are many types of events and you don't have to be like that to post to, to public, to have an event. I mean, you can have an event and just, you know, regular event and just, be chill and not, and you don't have to. There's different types of events. There yeah. are. And we'll get yeah. in. Yeah. We're going to get into the various ones. I think though, I want to make sure that let people know that um, there are, and we'll talk about some of the, the different events tonight. Uh, for me, I'm a little different because I want to, I'm going to bounce around. I'll be the social butterfly and um, talk to people and, and, you know, kind of be that crazy guy in front of people, which, um, yeah, I don't know about Brian being shy, but he says I'm really shy and I host events all the time, so that's good. So there's an encouragement. Pardon me. Well, being shy event. outside of your geocaching people is different too, right? Like when yeah. you get around your geocaching people, you're not shy anymore because you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's the thing for a lot of people, especially in your first events. If you know newer cashers are there, people for the first time, I mean, making sure you let them know that they're welcome. You know, engaging with them. Um, you know, I know that made such a difference with me, you know, when I went to my first event and everybody was just so super welcoming, you know, that yeah. was just such a cool thing. Well, and you can also partner with somebody to host an event. Yes. You know, many times, and I've helped many people do that too. If somebody's a little more apprehensive about hosting an event, you could easily say, Hey, will you help me host an event? And that person can always be the front man for anything you don't want to do. Yeah. You host it, you get it all going. Maybe, you know, maybe you're the one that calls the business, but, and then do it a couple of times and then it won't be as nerve wracking for you after that. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some, what are some things? Cause a meet and greet is nice. And if you've never hosted any event, we suggest you at least do a meet and greet, which is just get it post, you know, get it published we're going to meet at the Chili's and we're going to sit down and we're going to eat together. And that's going to be the event. That's it. 
I'd say that's um, one of the easiest, but not the easiest event to do, though. No, it isn't. What's the, what do you think the easiest? I would say the easiest event to do, and kind of what we started with, is a coffee mm-hmm. event. Yeah. You don't have to worry about tables. You don't have to worry about food and that's true. and everything else. Yeah. You do a coffee event, most people drink coffee or will drink something at that kind of place, right? Yeah. And you can sit in different tables around. You don't have to have one table of 20. It could be three people up to however many people fit in that coffee shop. The coffee shops are always welcoming to people because they want people to come in. And there's different things for everybody. And you don't have to like, nobody expects in a coffee shop for you to be doing, you know, raffling for prizes and doing all this other big announcements. It's just to come relax and go drop in. You make a 30 minute event and it's almost a plug and play. It's so easy. Yeah. If you go to a coffee shop and say, I want to host an event. Can I bring 10, 12 people in here all at one time? They're not going to care. They do that every day. Right. Yeah. Well, they're going to love that you're bringing in 10 to 12 people for sure. You know, (laughs) they are. And you don't need anything for an event like that. You, they'll they'll ask you what you need for an event because you know we've we've all hosted several of them. I need nothing. They're like, so you want to bring people in here and you need nothing from us? Okay, come on. You yeah, know, really. That's the easiest event you can do is a coffee. Stepping up to a dinner event, I would say is a those yeah get that's harder maybe than not that. Yeah, but easy too. Like if you make it a place that where people can sit in different tables. Now, yeah. if you're trying to rent a room and everything else, that may be a little advanced. Do that down the road. You know, you want to get your own room, but if you just it's one of those. Barn Hills type buffet place mm. where people can sit anywhere. That's almost just as easy as the coffee event. Yeah. But I would recommend the coffee event to start because everybody already knows what to do. You drink coffee yeah. and you talk to people or you drink coffee, say hi, sign a log and leave. If you have a log, you know, so. Yep. Chili's and is you, probably you, not you a that, good example. A million coffee shops. It makes it super easy too. So. Yeah. Um, Happy Hodag mentions, he says that they had a uh, event at a park. That's always good. That's a good one too. Yeah. Don't location. have to worry about anything there. Um, we had one at a quick trip. And we just it didn't even have any tables. We just stood out. We just stood outside and said, Hey, if you want something, you can go right inside the quick trip and grab something. We're gonna be standing here talking. We actually did duck trading. You remember back in the remember the deadly ducks uh trackables? Oh, yeah, no, and so we did a the the yeah, so you know, we you can't um they're not going to let you host an event so that you can all geocache together. They have to be separate. Okay, hold on. Let's get this. Let's get, let's beat that pink elephant while it's in the room, right? Okay. So the official ruling is you can't host an event for the sole purpose of getting people together to go caching. Correct. True. However, we all host event for the sole purpose of getting people together to go caching. That's what we're doing. One, an event is a geocache. It is. That's right. It doesn't make sense. It does. I'm just being silly. I know. But nobody has ever said you can't go caching after the event. The event itself is a social event. There's nothing wrong with saying we're going to go caching later. So don't get that. Don't get. We joke about it enough. Don't get caught up. Yeah. Want to host an event? Of course, you can go geocaching with that group afterwards. Of course, yeah. you can. After you the event, event is officially over. Yeah, whatever. You can't do like, hey, this event is to go find this cache. <laughs> yeah, they will bust you on that one. They'll bust you. But I, I got to tell you though, I mean, like, I, I love when you go to an event and they have caches published right after the event to then go with folks and do. I, I love those. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now I've done. I'll mention another one in a minute that we've done that's similar to that. 
Um, I like Strict 2's idea, too, is you can host an event that earns the cash or a souvenir. So if there are certain things on the schedule, December 31st, January 1st, February 29th, um, International Geocaching Day, what is there, International Earth Cache Day, uh, CETO, there's CETO is its own event, but you get the idea. You get yeah. all those, all those various events get you a souvenir. So mm-hmm. why not have, yeah, why not, if you're going to get a souvenir, you know, might as well um, sort of double dip as it were on that part. The thing we did was, uh, oh, cool. MMM. My first compliment was his 400th fine. That's kind of a That's weird perfect. coincidence. That is great. Good timing. Um, yeah, souvenirs. There's so many souvenirs, too, that you can find several opportunities throughout a year. People will attend yeah. just to get the souvenir. Like, they don't even sure. you don't have to do any kind of effort at all, really. Those are good opportunities yeah, I, to I, host one because everybody yeah. wants to get the souvenir. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I've, I've attended just for the souvenir on those days. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's like, uh, you know, up up in upstate New York and Western New York, believe it or not, it snows sometimes. I, I know Gary's heard of snow, you know, on that side. You've seen it in but movies. Like, yeah. 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 You guys I, have seen it in movies. You know how it is. I understand the theoretical concept of snow. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. So, but believe but it or I, not, events like that for fines, I'm, I'm you know, are. Wonderful way to do it because I mean mm. on that one for people if you get a souvenir, if you yeah. get a calendar day filled in on that one too, two cool things during a time of year where it may be a little trickier for people to get out. Yeah, absolutely. You remember, a, an event is still a geocache. Yep. Yes. So there's no problem with hosting one for a specific purpose of hitting a souvenir or hitting a day or anything like that. It's not cheating. That's no. part of the game. You know, it's. People host souvenirs. I mean, host events specifically before that. It's not like you're trying to break the rules by doing that. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, we did the opposite. What, what do you guys think about this idea? Which was, uh, I published a bunch of caches, and then everybody that was uh, going to come to our event knew that these caches were going to be out there. They published early. People went and found them, and then we had an event at the end when everybody was finished and everybody could talk about, you know, did you find this cash and you know, yeah. all that. So, and we, we had kind of a fun. That's pretty cool. That's an interesting way to do that. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We had um, little prizes and stuff for, for people. And um, it was kind of a fun. Uh, race. I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. it. There wasn't any prizes for being first. We weren't trying to have people race around town, but we did have um, everybody go out and find caches. And then we came together and we all talked about them and mm-hmm. it was a good conversation point. Did you go out as a group or? Separately? No, everybody, everybody went on their own. Everybody scattered, go find them. And then they all came back and we talked about them at the end. So, so it wasn't one of those where you get together as a group and all get FTS on all of them. No, no, <laughs> but 50 people claim FTF. Yeah, hey, it happens. Oh, Why that not? brings up a good question, though. Yeah. Who gets FTF on a on a geocaching event? Oh, uh, the guy with the username, the pizza ninja. That's what <laughs> no, that doesn't work <laughs> like that. 
No, no, no pizza ninja gets that. So no. do you have, well, first of all, have y'all ever claimed FTF on an event? I think I have for fun, for funsies, but I never, work, yeah. I don't think it'll work. Will it? If you put in the oh, hash, yeah. will it? There's nothing to officially work and project GC is what you gotta be talking about, right? That's what I mean. Well, project yeah, GC. As long as you put FTF in it, it works. Oh, dude. I didn't realize that it'll, it'll work. You could put FTF in your signature and you'd have every cash would count as that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> um, that's not an official stat, right? Um, now, what about you, John? Ever claimed FTF? I like you know, I think, Yeah, no, that's I don't I think I ever have it in draw the draw for the you know? first to find. <laughs> so, like, like they just said, they draw for first to find. Um, yeah, so we've done that before, too. You give a first to find at the event to somebody or that's the prize. One of the table pri- or the door prizes is FTF for the event. Yeah, um, somebody can claim it. Uh, <laughs> off of first, you know, let's say. Uh, um, what, what are you doing? Wait a minute. FTF's not official thing, so they don't care about it, right? It's a neat way to um, give a free reward at an event. Udax's claiming her own event. What? Oh, you get to claim your own event? What? I'm kidding. <laughs> of course you do, and a lot of people don't realize that, though. No. We've had people attend our events, like new cashers, and not only did they, not, did, they wouldn't even know about that anyway, but they don't even know they can claim that event as a geocache. I'm like, dude, yeah. Like, you have to tell them because they don't know. They're right. I didn't find a cache yet. Yeah, yeah, you did. This this is a yeah. cache. And that's yeah. that's a weird concept for somebody when they're brand new. Udex says they would do first to arrive, got a, got a free drink. Uh, that's kind of cool. Oh, man. I like that. Uh. Yeah, that's something that I think people don't realize is you can claim your own. You claim your. It's the only cash you can claim, right? That's your own, other than Adventure Labs. Currently. No, Adventure Labs. You can claim your own Adventure Lab too. That's right. Yeah, Adventure Labs. Well, I don't know that you can currently. You could for a while, but they may have closed that loophole already. Oh, on the on Adventure Labs. Yeah, I have to go look. That's a good question. Hmm. Well, I don't know if they closed that loophole or not. I mean, obviously, it shouldn't be built that way. I you shouldn't be claiming your own Adventure Lab, but um, why not? <laughs> So, I so, guess it's so not a cash. So hey, you hey you built it. Should, shouldn't you get something for the you know for the for the for the effort? No, but Give you can something. definitely claim your only own. Only if it's an event, Gary. Only if it's yeah. an event. Specifically in the for rules the for events, it does say that you you should claim your own event because you you were there, you attended, you did what everybody else did. Um, yeah. Which is, and I've talked about, I've admitted before, but that's why I started doing weekly events at one point because I needed cashes for a streak, and it was winter time. It's winter time. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Tell, Did you have tell, like a daily 15 minute coffee event or something? <laughs> now, this is post that where they'd already set 30 minutes. Yeah. But they, uh, they have to be 30 right now. They have to be 30. 30 minutes and then an hour for a CEDO, Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell people but, about. Uh, yeah. I hosted them once a week because I wanted to get a streak and it ended up going for the next five years. So, yeah. Was, tell uh, people about your, your, what all, what, what, what led to it and and yeah so well the it came about because of a streak right i'd hosted many events but we started a weekly event just so one day a week we would have to go out in the yeah. cold um that never works that way you know you always end up going out and cash anyway but um but when we got to the end of it we kept it going as me and barry up in colorado we we kept these going for a long time and it became such a regular thing that we started keeping up with it was, I think it was six or six thirty in the morning every Monday morning. So we'd start off the week at this local coffee shop, right? For years. Yeah. And then um 
people started realizing when they, because people obviously fly, fly through Colorado a lot on vacation. We would get people from all over the place. They're like, we saw an event. My family didn't want to get up and go cashing right now. So I came out to get this event. They're at the hotel still. Yep. It started adding up and people right. like that started adding up. And then <laughs> after years, it became such a regular thing that everybody knew in that area. There was always one on Monday mornings, right? So people mm-hmm. from out of state would plan that into their trips. So yeah. we started having to put a map on the page of where everybody had come from. Yeah. And we got like most of the states by the time I finally moved or whatever. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Dude. But uh, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's funny how you can start a little event like that. As soon as it becomes regular and people can count on it, they plan that into their geocaching. Oh, yeah. You plan can get their day. And we've had ones as small as two people at that event. And we've had yeah. like 40 show up at a coffee shop before. That's Especially awesome. on a souvenir day. But it's just because oh, yeah. it was regular. And they said, we knew these were here every time we came through town. You did it on a Monday morning. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Monday morning coffee. So Monday morning, week. like 6 a.m. Yeah. before work started. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Cool. Yeah, I remember um, talking to someone one time, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, let Jesse know I'm going to be in town for his event." So I sent yeah. you a note, and I was like, "Hey, so and so is coming all the way from Wyoming to your, you know, to your event or whatever." Well, they know it's a regular thing, so we got to meet people from all over the place at just a Monday morning at six o'clock event, which seems so unlikely, right? It's oh, six yeah. in the morning Monday. You usually don't attend geocaching events then, but I mean, hey, it worked out. You, you'd be surprised if you start hosting events. People will start, uh, will start showing up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, Dave and Dire Wolf, I was not cheating or bending <laughs> the rules. It's specifically in the rules. It was in the rules. Not so. that I wouldn't bend rules. <laughs> it was. It was he, he, it turns out it wasn't in this case. He does bend things, but that's different. I, I bend rules without a doubt, but that's the strength man. Here's another one. I've had events of midnight. <laughs> Those yeah. are awesome. Midnight events are great. Midnight events, yeah. We'll, we'll, let's get into some some ideas for exotic events. So before I wanted, I want to do want to mention we are giving away um, one of the Cash Masters card games tonight. Oh, yeah. um, so just want to mention that. So definitely put in um, Cash Masters into the um, uh, to the uh, chat room, and we'll at the end of the end of tonight we will pick a winner and um so there you go cash masters and if you don't win we do uh encourage you at least i do go buy you a copy of that slink slink games all one word dot etsy.com and um, get you a copy they're twenty dollars and uh they're fun. Two to I'm guessing two to eight players, and I might try to come up with a solo version rules. I think I can come up with one. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but if you pull certain cards out, I think you could create sort of a solo game out of it, sort of a solitaire game. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I haven't gotten to that point yet. So, all right, um, crazy things you can do while doing hosting an event. Uh, again, we're we're. We're leaving megas out of this for now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I can, um, I'll give you a couple of mine if, if unless you yeah, have go for it. On top of your head. Yeah, yeah. Give, I'll yeah. give you mine, and mine were more geographical. So we okay. hosted events in Colorado a lot that were yeah. um, like at the top of a mountain or at the bottom of a mountain. Now we do it at the bottom of the mountain sometimes to make it accessible to people that can't hike the mountain. Sure. Or we do one that's a higher terrain at the top of a mountain. We'd also host ones in the water. 
So like oh, at home. Cool. Yeah, um, we hosted one at midnight in like December in Colorado. Um, as we activated two where I goes in town. So everybody was gonna like five terrain, five difficulty where I goes in town. People got special hints that night. That parking lot, the area we did event was packed at midnight because they wanted special oh, wow. hints for the new wow. five nine where I goes that were coming out. I think we had like 30 or 40 people at the event at midnight in Colorado in December. <laughs> That's um, amazing. It was winter. I don't know if it was December or not, but it was, but I mean, we, uh, we did ones like that all the time. We'd host them at a weird sure. times or weird places. And it was kind of a challenge. Now I wouldn't start off doing that. No, we built no. Up the, the community of uh, event geocaching events so much. It was almost like a challenge to each other. Like see if you can publish an event and not have less than five people come. Right. And it's it's the, oh. All there, they show up and <laughs> you can do, and that's just, that's, that's awesome. just time and location. That's not even getting into what you can do at the event. Right. Oh um, yeah. No, no, that's, yeah. that all depends on your, your community, your geocaching community, but yeah, it can get to be a challenge. People will start hosting their own events and it, it really bubbles up and it's contagious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're kind of into the 201 and 301 of event. Um, again, these are places, things you can do at an event. Uh, we'll get into those. We'll, we'll get into some more of those in a minute, but, um, in theory, you could do it at the top of a tree. You could Difficulty. do it well, at the top of a tree doesn't have a GPS location, but you could do it at the top of a mountain or the top, top of, of a mountain. mountain. Yeah. Because terrain yeah. is not an, terrain is not, we talked about Terrain is before. open, difficulty is not. Difficulty is not. We, Jesse and I came up with long ago the idea of having a D5, T5 event where you had to. Yeah. Post rule change. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've, we, we love the idea of these figure a way to get in to the puzzle. You had to solve the puzzle to get the, to get the lock, to open the lock, to get to the event. And they won't let you do that. <laughs> that would be cool though. That would be really cool. It'd be, It'd fun. be fun. We could still do it. It would just be a, it wouldn't be a terrain or difficulty height. It would just be. No, but it'd be kind of funny if you had like a, everybody's waving at you. Huh? Yeah. Figure it out. You could join, come join the event. We got, we got pizza in here, but. Oh man. Oh, now you're talking, Gary. And but by the gotta, way, Houston, Texas Day yeah, been just had the best cash recommendation or uh, caching event recommendation in the chat room. Midnight Pizza event. Love that. Uh, I guess it, you, know, you could do a scuba water, scuba scuba diving event, right? Um, I think. Yeah, still, you can't require somebody to scuba dive, but you could have it in the water, right? Like, yeah. you can't require... You can have a location, but you can't require somebody to do something to claim participation in the event. You can only make it as an opportunity for them. Yeah. And not that yeah. you would want to, right? Like you can do that. one for scuba diving and you're all going to go scuba diving. People aren't required to do that. No, you're right. But by the way, that's a good point, though. I want to let people know that if you're going to do a mountain one, you have to have somebody or or a kayaking one. You have to have somebody at the start, right? They have to be there. And the posted coordinates. Somebody needs to be at the posted coordinates the whole time the event's going on, no matter what else you're doing. You can still have a an event that goes down the water and cleans up the water for Cedos or whatever, or yeah. the top of a mountain. But if you're yeah. doing a hike as part of it, like starting here, you can't leave GZ for the prescribed time because anybody can show up at any time and claim the event. I've got a Which makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah events do not here. need logbooks. 
Yeah, I I know a lot of events I go to still have logbooks. You can sign if you want to. I still think that's cool myself. It's a great souvenir opportunity. Log I have a couple. I have a couple um, that I want to show you guys of logbooks that we did. So if oh, you want to yeah. get, because um, Polk mentioned Polk mentioned that. So we did one because we had kind of a funny deal happen, um, where we went to find a cash and. Th- Somebody claimed that we were trespassing, which we weren't. It was, it, but he was like, they didn't want us there because there was probably something nefarious going on in yeah. the woods. Anyway, so the next event after that, we did a posted private property. This was the logbook. So if you look, you can see everybody, everybody signed it. So it's got signatures all over it. So, yeah, and you can keep that forever. That's a cool souvenir. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah. And then somebody made one one time. This is one of our events um, was because we're in Hunt County, Texas. So we did the great hunt of Hunt County. This was in 2015. This is the second one we did, but it's signed by everybody that came. So That's anyway, really cool. yeah, one. I've got a few of those that I've still maintained from early on. Like, uh, and now sometimes we would, well, I don't really get ahead of that one, but um, right. we would make, we did, we had like a leather bound book that we kept a lot yep. of ours in. So we could look back to events from a long time ago. Oh yeah. Then we started doing things like that. We'd have containers that were, that were painted or we'd have something neat that we'd cut out and then you keep that souvenir. And that's something you just like throw on your geocaching shelf. And you know, you look yeah. at and you remember the event. Those are fun to do. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a great idea. And so, like you said, so many events today that we've got, we go to typically, well, you won't have a log book, but I love the idea of a, and this is not like it's an upgrade. Week. It's not required. It is an upgrade. And this wasn't like a weekly thing. This was the, you know, once a year kind of event. So we kind of wanted to go a little bit all out on those. So, you know, Anyways. if you're one idea, for, go ahead, go ahead. Those are just some ideas. Well, I want to show you. All. I was just thinking one idea for somebody. If we're trying to encourage somebody tonight to host their first event and you want to have, you want to upgrade by doing something a little different, but to make an easy event upgrade, a log is a great way to do it. Yeah, one thing you could do with that, we kind of mentioned already. Grab you an ammo can, paint it up, put something on the front of it that says, you know, this this is the logbook for my first hide ever. And it's an ammo can. Now you can go hide it with everybody's signature on it. Oh, yeah. be out there forever. Is and it's commemoration of your first event. Hide it, you know, and the new catch at the same time. So that's a really cool idea. That, that's a fun way it. to do something like that. I've seen people do that before. Yep. Pizza log box, man. Genius. <laughs> Genius, yeah. Nicole. Love that it. actually is a very good idea because it would make yeah. a cool, you know, not a used one, but a, a clean, fresh one. <laughs> there you go. Everybody signs. Good idea. See, that's <laughs> so, so cool. That's something good book, to yeah. add to your, like, you know, your geocaching wall, right? Like Gary has behind yeah, him or whatever. Absolutely. That's fun little souvenirs to keep. Yeah. Speaking of, um, what are some other doodads that you could add to give um, a little more spice to your your event, um, prizes are a good thing. But what do you what, do? You think that prizes can get a little complicated there, John? Yeah, you know, I I was going to say prizes too, Jesse, because um, at events where you you sign in and then they announce it at the end of the event to try to yeah. kind of you know keep people there a little bit. But I mean, that's also a cool souvenir too. You know, um, I know I was at a GIF event and, um, 
you know, uh, shout out to Chris K, you know, Chris K brought in some, uh, gift coins for people and, cool. um, you know, drawings at the end. And I mean, that was just such a cool, memorable touch. And then a souvenir for the event as well, too. Yeah. So I think they can be very cool at enhancing. I think for people, if they're doing their first event or going to an event, you shouldn't feel obligated. Like you have mm -hmm. to have prizes. But, you know, that can be a very cool thing. I know that the Mardi Gras event, I got some uh, Mardi oh, Gras yeah. beads. Good, I, yeah. I may not tell you how, what I had to do to get them, you know. I know. Uh, I just had to stick out my hand and get them. That's it, actually. But, um, but you know, that was a very cool thing, uh, you know, on that side. So even, you know, for me, I think I, like, have Hawaiian lace souvenirs, like mm -hmm. Mardi Gras beads. Like Sure. Some people get into the souvenirs for their events, you know. Um, yeah, raffle tickets is a good, uh, mm -hmm. item struck to every, um, and they're, it's fairly cheap. You can buy a big roll of it at Staples or whatever is your local place. That's equivalent. You shouldn't feel obligated to do prizes, especially if it's a first No, event. don't feel obligated. Yep. But, but know that it's an upgrade if you want to do it. It's a common upgrade that you could do to an event. I mean, if you right. have some, un, um, unactivated trackables from an event that you got a long time ago, that's, that's a good idea. Geocaching swag. Don't go buy anything new. Just give away some of your extra stuff. Everybody yes. wants it. It's trackable. Everybody wants them, right? Um, yep. And you can just do it by, you know, numbers in a hat. You don't have to be complicated at all, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. It's fun to do if you want to do it. You don't have to look at it as an obligation. But no, somebody did mention, I, want to, I know we want to get into it. This was a good one here. Like give coordinates to a new hide that publishes 30 minutes after the event. Yes. To a random attendee. That's like also that. cool. Like an FTF. And yeah, uh, but it, it goes into a bit. That's an awesome idea for that. But it also goes into a bigger idea, which is, I don't know we're not out of time before long. We could talk about this for like five hours. Oh, I um, know. But <laughs> a lot of people will publish a cache or two or more. Yeah. Just themselves and ahead of time arrange for the reviewer to make them go live at the end of the event. Yes, I always do. As long that. you have a good reviewer, they'll do that if they have the time to do it. Yep. That's kind of fun to do sometimes because you can, you know, race out to do it. And you can even put them in different locations. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, I'd never thought of that before. Give one person the coordinates ahead of time, like 10 minutes ahead of time. And they race out the door, right? You draw for it. It's a race, but if you don't find it in 10 minutes, everybody else, you know. Um, yep. But I, it, again, all these are optional, but they're all easy ideas that you can do if you're publishing caches anyway, right? Yep. 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 That's, that's what we did too, was that we had everybody get together and we like, Oh, what do you know? Look at the time. It's it's not even all of a sudden all the caches that we that we had hid in the area published. And everybody's phones were going off and they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, it's like they're all getting antsy. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Let me we haven't finished talking yet. Let me let me give you some more of the, you know, what we're doing. It's like, no, like, oh my gosh, look, there's like 20 of these out here. It's like, yeah, I because we, we scheduled them to all publish at the same moment. So that was a lot of fun. Well, that's fun. That's cool. And I, I like what Jesse was saying too at different locations. So, I mean, getting back to the FTF, it kind of mm -hmm. spreads out that love, you know, mm -hmm. when, when different people, you know, it's probably tricky to get to all those locations, you know? So that's yeah. always one thing I think is very, very cool. There's some ideas that um, the wonderful chat room have mentioned. There's tons um, of them in there too. Yeah. 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 Kate Bus mentioned about playing games. And I liked his idea of the card stacking. You got to yeah. <laughs> see who, like, uh, and these are, these, these fall into the um, uh, Tom Brotherman category. Tom loves the 
crazy games that they do at the Texas Challenge. Mm-hmm. So, um, how fast can you ride a uh, a kid's uh, big wheel? They have big wheel races or whatever. So, you 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 can do some some wild and crazy stuff oh, at yeah. your event, and people will love it and they'll remember it. Uh, Abe mentions that they had a gypsum rosette event where everyone dug in the clay for the rosettes and kept what they found. That's kind of a neat oh, idea. That's cool. Um, cool. There's a bunch. There's some great ideas. I love the, yeah, I love Jen mentioned about the, if you want to go the themed route, you can add some frog themed for the leap event. Mm-hmm. Clever, yep. clever. There's some cute like themed swag and cat swag and uh, like souvenirs I've seen from events. Mm-hmm. And those are one of those things you're going to cherish for the rest of time. Oh yeah. You're never getting rid of those things. They're going to stay on your shelf permanently. Yeah. Scott mentioned one about the uh, UDAC could set up a, a Hot Wheels racetrack. That's kind of fun. Yeah, you can get as creative as you want, right? But the I guess two ends of the spectrum that we're talking about tonight. One, the entry, you know, the the cost of entry to doing an event is like nothing. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. make one super easy. Tonight you could host one at a you know for two weeks from now. Um, you could get one published for a coffee event at a Starbucks or you know, independent coffee shop somewhere. Yeah. And, that's it. All you do is make up a cash page and call the people and say, hey, can I bring 20 people in? That's literally all you have to do. And you've got your per- first event published. Yeah. Or, you know, you can do some of the crazy ideas like we're seeing already in here, which is the, the sky's the limit, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. These are great. These are great ideas. Uh, yeah. Ben mentions that they could be educational, too. Yes. Yep. Uh, they're hosting one in a few weeks to talk about challenge caches. Yeah, that's we can spend a whole hour talking about just about educational events that people can host. Everybody knows something that they can spread information on. There are, you know, and there's so many cool locations, too. I I know we touched a little bit about locations and people said, like, you know, coffee, parks. Um, I went to one at a fossil park and it was so Mm. cool. It was uh, a CEDO at a fossil park cleaning up litter before the start of the season. But you could go and dig fossils and then take them with you. Wow, that's and, cool. Um, and it was so cool. Shout out to Nancy from the Delis Cashers for putting that one together. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, afterwards, the people from the park actually even provided pizza to everybody who helped out with the cleanup of the park as well, wow. too. So, a, uh, you know, talk about, like, cool location, uh, feeling good helping out, you know, getting recognized by the people for for helping to do the good work. So it just touched on so many different cool areas. So, you know, like like you guys are saying, I mean, you can start, you know, really easy for an event, but there's a lot of really cool locations, too, mm-hmm. that you can do. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And you, and you talked about cleaning up, too. We, we can't even scratch the surface of Cedos. Oh, Cedos. Yeah, yeah, there's so much you can do. But Somebody's the educational one, I, I, I would love for us to swing back around and talk about just what people can do, give a bunch of ideas for the mm-hmm. educational workshop events. I love, and we can talk about all night long, but... I think we can't, we can't because <laughs> that's one of my favorite types of events. I want to encourage everybody to, you know, you do know something or one of your friends knows something you can help cashers. You may only have a hundred fines. Well, somebody coming in with one fine, you can teach them a bunch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you can teach everybody something. Yeah. And events are really good to, to get, uh, like if you want to do, it doesn't have to be long. You don't have to do some sort of long course. But if you want to encourage people that are 
like don't know anything about geocaching, host an event, get the word out, and that you're going to explain geocaching. Because so many people, I think, are interested. They just don't know anybody. They've heard about it, but they just don't know the first step. And so you get them together and you go, hey, we're going to, for the, you know, some of you are familiar with geocaching. Some of you are not. We're so grateful that you're here. And it's sort of an easy way for them to sort of ease into the, into the sport by being able to talk one-on-one with somebody. Cause they're like, well, I kind of understand it, but I didn't really know what to do. And so, you know, um, I heard there's an app, but I don't, I don't know what the app is. And so a lot of times we, and we've always had, not always, we frequently will have someone who's never geocached before show up and either, you know, it's like, we'll get you going. And so that's always a great thing to do too, for the, when you're those, uh, uh newcomers. So, so what about the reverse of that? You host reverse. an event and say, people come tell me about geocaching. Right. Like, like you're a brand new cacher and you say, I need people to teach me how to geocache. Come to my event. Come to my event. I wonder how that would work out. You, I bet probably. you would get some high level people coming in. Yeah, you would, would probably. I've never yeah. seen that event out there before. So that'd be a brand new <laughs> unit. People be like, what is this person talking about? So, so, so Jesse, are you issuing a challenge that somebody should, should get a muggle? Call it like a uh, 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 convert the muggle event, That's you know? Awesome. Yeah. yeah, not muggle. a sock puppet. He said muggle, not sock puppet. Yeah, muggle conversions. Uh, yeah, yep. muggle conversions, right? Come convert me from being a muggle. I don't know what yeah. this game is. That would be the I funniest event. But I'd have to go to that just to see what he's talking about. <laughs> just to see now, what happens. So that's not my challenge, but I do think we need to issue a challenge. Okay. And no time limit on it. This is just integrity-based or whatever, unless we can come up with a prize for it. Somehow we'll figure it out. But um, anybody that has not hosted an event, this is your year. Yeah, this is it. This is the year for it. We're going to party like it's 2024. Anybody that hears this or sees this, you know several people you can contact that will help you out. There's hundreds of people that watch the show that have done so many events, it's not even funny. You can reach out to anybody, but the challenge would be, if you've never hosted an event, this is your year. Any kind of event, right? Just right. even a coffee, 30 minute coffee event, then you've done it. It's on your, you know, you, you've got that forever. I bet you host more after you host one, but I, I think we should, we should challenge everybody that has. Everybody needs to pu- yeah. Everybody needs to publish one at least. Yeah. Just one. Think how many that like, would be. Bring a muggle event. More, like you know, adding yeah. however many hundreds of uh, extra events to the, to the atmosphere there. Yep. UDAX muggle training event. Muggle I love training that. Event. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I wonder All if right. a, a, if a reviewer would even publish that, like if it was you had never found a geocache and you wanted to publish an event, well, I don't think that they come teach me about geocaching. You think a reviewer would publish that? If you if you've learned how to publish an event, you're kind of already a geocacher at that point, right? Not till you attend the event. You have Not zero fines when you attend the event. Zero fines. That's true. But, Can but, a but zero could, fine? Go ahead. But could a reviewer, because that, that would be like the nail in the coffin for that person with geocaching, right? They said, hey, I wanted to learn. I set up an event to learn, and I couldn't even hold an event to do that. Yeah, I mean, how could you turn somebody down for that? It's not against yeah. the rules. Can a, can All right, somebody try that. Somebody get their husband, wife, <laughs> or you know, their snuggle muggle. Zero fines. Um, yeah, 
somebody that you know to do that, brand, open a brand new account, host an event saying, come tell me about geocaching. <laughs> You'd act. If you would probably contact them with yeah, some choice questions. Exactly what you're doing. Don't mention where you heard the idea. <laughs> no, yeah, don't tell them where you heard yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a new cashier and I, I want to host an event. And <laughs> Yeah. Do you I, have I, to? You turn that down? The reviewer can't turn that down. Because there's no, there's no, there's no and requirement. When you the event, put your phone number in there. Say reviewer, give me a call. You don't have yeah. to have found a cache to host an event. I don't think so. Right now, yeah. for a, for a newbie to to weave their way through the openings of geocaching and get to a point where they host yes, an event, a sock puppet account would work. But we're not. No, we don't want to. Yeah, we're not, not saying to do that. We're not advocating those. Now, but no, you could do somebody could do their wife and yeah, just say yeah, wife. I'm going to. I, I've been cashing with my husband this whole time, or my wife this whole time. I'm open my own account. If the reviewer asked, this is gonna be my first cash to find as my own event. This is my own event. That's my first cash. It's gonna be my first cash. Like I've been on caches, but I've never had my own account. So they would pass that. <laughs> I like yeah. Brian's. Brian says I was watching YouTube, <laughs> saw these two weirdos <laughs> told me to do this. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, that, it, it does. Ha- Hodag's right. It does. It does happen, but that's just because you yeah. have to set up an account. There's a lot that. of background paperwork for Megas, though. Yeah, that's completely different. So there's always a group behind that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I really want to see that event that somebody hosts now. Don't tell me about geocaching. Or, or you know, they could just uh, name of event my first find. You know, there you go. Hey, I'd go to that. Yeah, their first find. You gotta, you gotta see what the yeah. Can they claim FTF on their first find? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, hundred percent FTF rate. They don't <laughs> even know. They would no idea what you're talking about, Jesse. <laughs> that's first. True. Yeah, this <laughs> this may change the guidelines. That's pretty funny, huh? The guidelines just switched. I wonder what they what was going on with that. Yeah, because the, the HQ people, some of them do watch and listen to the show, so we could see that coming. As a, no, I don't think they would change it because you're not doing anything wrong. It just would be odd, right? It's more of an odd thing. It's not. It's not. As long as you explained it, I, they would. They would like. Yeah, do it. but it's not going to happen. So you never um, know. So cool. All right, let's uh, let's let's give something away. Last chance to get into the. The giveaway tonight, uh, put in the chat room, hashtag Cash Masters. We're giving away the card game, Cash Masters. So there is a, there's a muggle in the, there is a muggle in the card game. So you, you want, you want that. You want a muggle in your card game because you want to muggle somebody else's. But that's part of the rules that you can get into reading later. So, all right. Hashtag Cash Masters. Let's get the page pulled up and let's give away. Let's give something away. So, Mr. Giveaway Tool, come on down. And I'll share that screen. Let me close the banner. All right, here we go. I am pushing the button and... In three, two, and one. Here we go. And oh, there goes all the names going by. Yep, 
Oh, Bell on the move. I didn't see him earlier. That's cool. Paul, Catcher, Giovet. Nope. Dave. Jim. Ooh, congratulations, Jim. Reichwald. Did I say it right? I don't know. There's the winner. Hmm. Barbie, as I sneeze. Good job, Jim. You won. Um, send us an email to geocachetalk at gmail.com. Uh, with your mailing address, and I will get uh, one out in the mail to you. So congratulations. And Congrats. if you would like to purchase the game and take it to an event, which is what I would suggest because they're great. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, please go to slinkgames at .etsy.com, get you a copy of the game, and have some fun and we want uh, to encourage everyone to do an event. Like Jesse said, get get you an event on the schedule. Start with a coffee and work your way up from that. Yeah. So it's super easy. Yeah. So there you go. And um, there, there everybody goes. We'll, we'll not be on next week because we have a holiday next Sunday in the, the U.S. Of the year, uh, in the world. Yes, we have a big event in the u.s oh, chiefs. um wait who's in the who's in this oh i'm not are the chiefs in this i'm not going i'm not gonna watch that it, it, gary you, you told me you were really into taylor swift so i i think you should i am i'm watching watch it to see it. we know what state isn't in it but we won't yes why why beat the puppy again so let's that's let's right that. i know so, how you get kind of protective <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna see if Taylor makes it back from Japan in time for the event. So it, I'm looking know forward. Vegas to has to have odds on that one. Just saying. I'm a Swifty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I I've watched every Super Bowl since I was a wee lad. I think the first Super Bowl I remember was Super Bowl five. So that gives you how old I am. But I do love the commercials. So you can talk during the game in my house. I don't care. Because the Cowboys are never in it, so I don't have to worry about it. So <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, they're not in it. So, but when the commercial comes on, shh, I want everybody quiet because we're watching the commercial. So I'm really I love the commercials. So, um, so there we go. All right, we'll see y'all then in two weeks. Um, we have a special guest on in two weeks, um, Mag Planner. He's been going around the country. Uh, with his good puppy dog, and they've been finding basically every Delorum page that is known to man. Delorum is uh, a U.S. map um, uh, item, so basically every county in 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 the for- lower forty-eight so far. I think he's he's working on. So go check out Mag Planners uh, YouTube, and we're going to talk to him while he's on the road. He's still on the road, so it's going to be fun. Um, so we're going to have him on. This was actually Udax suggested. And um, yeah, and I, I Chen, uh, or he refers to him some of us AI, but I Chen is his, uh, his good puppy dog. So um, there you go. And um, we will see y'all in, in two weeks. And um, yeah, there you go. Let me find the ending and we'll see everybody next week. Thanks, John, for being on with us again tonight. Oh, thank you guys. Fun as always. Absolutely. Appreciate you. And um, we'll see everybody in a couple weeks. Good night, everybody. Take care.
May your fines be many And your DNFs be few May the terrain and difficulty Both be less than two And whatever it is you're looking for May it find its way to you Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching.